Hello to everyone. Welcome to this new episode. I am very happy today because I am not alone. I am with someone special, number one blogger in Rwanda. And yeah, you maybe have seen it from the title, but I'm very happy to introduce him to you. I know most of you know him. So welcome, Joel. I'm happy to have you here. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here too. Yeah, I will ask you to introduce yourself for people. I know most of the people know you already, but yeah, introduce yourself for maybe those who don't. Okay. Uh, my name is Chikunde Joel. I am from Rwanda. I am Rwandan, born and raised. Kichichiro. <laughs> and then um, what else? I'm a lover of God and his people. I'm a Christian. And uh, yeah, I'm a content creator. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I am also very, very happy to have you here. And as people have heard, you're a content creator, but we want to know who this guy is. Where does he get the confidence? Because we have very few content creators who are men, especially in Rwanda. So who are you? What do you do? How does your day look like, even though we can see it from your vlogs? And are you doing content creation for fun or is this something you're building from it? All right. So who I am? Can you hear me or there's a piano in the background? I can hear you. Okay. So I, I started from who I am as a person. I think I'm Joel. And I, I know I'm Joel and I'm an extrovert. Like I've always been an extrovert. Uh, like I've been the loud sibling. I think I'm the I'm the loudest sibling. I'm the last one, so I'm the loudest, so you can understand. Even in my friends, I've always been the loudest, the one starting best. I can also say at some point I was I'm the peer pressure. Like I was the one saying, let's do this, let's do this, let's do this. You know. So I've always had that thing in me, which like I've I've taken like initiatives most of my life, and I've been like uh speaking. Like speaking is one of the things I love a lot. You know. So how I had the confidence, I cannot say I'm 100% confident in, in the things that I do, but like, I just flow. Like I do me, like I like saying that because me doing something is not because I can just do it, but there's a gift that God has given me. And when something flows in you and you don't even force it, it means it's a God-given talent. It's a gift. It's your purpose, basically. So some people might see it as confident, but of course, I still struggle behind, like behind the curtains. I still struggle sometimes. I'm like, am I being too much when I'm editing? Am I saying too much? Am I doing all this? But all in all, I know it really comes naturally and it flows. And you know, and I love what I'm doing. Wow, I love that you connected that to God's calling, and yeah. you know, you loving what you do. Because most of the times, especially in this era where there's a lot of social media influence, you'll see most of the people jumping into things they're not really into that they don't like just because everybody is doing that. Yeah. And I love that you say that it's God's calling because most of the people until now, they don't believe that content creation is a thing, you yeah. know? And yeah. even though you think that you're not that much confident, I think you have enough confidence to do what yeah. you're doing, you know? Yeah. So congratulations on that. And we love to see it. I personally enjoy your vlogs. Your content is beautiful, genuine, authentic. And there's a lot of information um, about, for example, restaurants, fun activities to do in Rwanda, you enjoying your friends. It's really original, unique. And I love that. But as you said, uh, you don't have that much confidence or especially in this um, 
you know, time where lots of people are creating content. We love to learn from others or you look at, for example, me, if I'm a podcaster, I look at other podcasters. I am able to ask them, what does it take? How do you reach out to people? How do you invite people? Um, for example, when I have a problem with, um, let's say, the materials, I can have someone to ask because there's some, someone who has been doing this maybe before me. So it's kind of easy. But as I've said, in Rwanda, we don't have a lot of vloggers who are men. So I want to ask you, who do you look up to? Who is your role model in this? Because even though you said you are the loudest, you're an extrovert, you still sometimes you may want to have someone you look up to who you will ask mm. in case you have any questions regarding content creation. So who do you look up to? Who do you reach out to when you want help in, you know, when it comes to content creation? Mm. Huh. So looking up to one person specifically, I cannot say I have like, someone I look up, look up to that I can go to for advice. But I, like, I do acknowledge that when I got into, like, the YouTube field and everything, like, I really had supportive friends. I wish I had supportive friends that were already doing it. They were telling me, do it. It's something you've always wanted that were pushing me. Uh, one of them is Kaimba Darina Miss, right? Like, whenever I have a question, I can ask her, Serena, Karabo, uh, Naomi, like, cause we went to school to that. We went to school together, and some of like we know each other, right? So they were pushing me whenever I have a question. Like YouTube, there's a lot that goes into vlogs, by the way. Like copyright music, um, the editing. What what app are you using? What do you use to make thumbnails? Like all those things. These are things that I can go and ask. Um, you know, those people that are already in the field. But because like when I my content, I don't know if you can tell, but like the editing, I'm always upgrading my editing. I want to learn. I want to see what we're doing. So I always want my editing to be top notch, right? So I have like people that I look up to, like um, like that are not from Africa, even like from like from different continents. I'm like, oh, this, this, I'm gonna implement this in my next vlog. I'm gonna implement this in my next vlog. Um, there's one like Monet, Monet Mike Michael. I don't know if you know her. She's from like she's she does TikTok more and um, does TikTok a lot and YouTube. But I think from her TikTok style, I learned how to do my YouTube style. So it's a mixture of like a lot of people where I can get when I learn. It's a mixture of a lot of content creators. I learn a little thing. I'm like, oh, I will implement this in my next vlogs, things like that, things like that. And sometimes, you know, sometimes I can edit and I don't even have a picture of what I'm going to edit. But as I'm editing, like it comes. Like as I'm editing, like I, I can get ideas of, like, oh, add this, add this, add this, add this. Sometimes I have no clue of how the editing will come, but it just comes to life, right? So I cannot say I really have a, like a role model per se, but it's like a mixture of people. And in terms of like a male one, close to none <laughs> close to none because there are really not a lot of people in the field especially in africa especially doing youtube like i can ask them on instagram like those who are talking man talk but like the ally and everything but like in in africa like a youtuber a man who's doing really good uh, close to none like close to none basically yeah, I really get you. And that's what sets you actually apart. Yeah. That's what makes you competitive. If you really stick to this, look at yourself five years down. You'll be the number one blogger. Yeah. So please don't give up. 
I must say this because that's what sets you apart, especially when you are in an area where there's, you know, no one or where there's a lot of, for example, also me, I look at myself and I'm like, maybe there's a lot of them, but what can set me apart? You know, maybe it's it's yeah. consistency, even though I don't have um, many editing skills, maybe, you know, I'm always looking for something that can set me apart and you yeah. being, um, for example, the only male um, blogger in Rwanda or, you know, among a few in Africa. I know it's really hard because you don't have somebody maybe who is like you, who you can ask sometimes or who you can copy some ideas from, yeah. but that will set you apart. And five years down, we'll be so proud. So okay. um, I want to ask on the popularity part, because apparently you have a lot of subscribers at least to somebody who's just been there for one year. So yeah. how is it like before and after have you been, uh, for example, receiving some, you know, you get somewhere, you don't know that people know you and they end up saying, Joel, we know you because we've seen you on YouTube. And how do you react to that? And how do you uh, manage to stay true to yourself? You know, like mm. trying to keep the image in which they saw you on YouTube and still staying the Joel you are. Yeah. Uh, from that part, you know what's crazy? I met, like, it has actually started to be a thing. Like, I never really thought people actually recognized me like that. Because to me, because, like I told you, I watch, like, the people I really look up to the most live, like, abroad, right? In different continents, like in the US, in Canada, in, like, Kenya, South Africa, things like that, right? But, and how many just did they get? Like, 100k, 10k, things like that. So, I didn't really used to think that people really watch me like that. I used to get, like, 1,000. I'm like, oh, like, I still need to work on myself. People are not liking this maybe enough, because I feel like I have somewhere to get. But, lately it's been hitting me it's like a thousand people have watched your video like if you put a thousand people in a room <laughs> it's crazy right so lately it has hit me so much i'm like a thousand two thousand people have watched the vlog like that's really a lot and that is why like in this field people should never compare themselves because people that get 100 views feel like it's little but even 100 people are a lot like they took their time they pressed on your video and they watched it it's crazy. Now, I didn't think that people would even recognize me like that. Sometimes I used to feel like, because I feel like there's a lot that goes into the algorithm and blogs. I feel like I used to feel like 2,000 people might even be 100 people that watched it a lot. But I don't think it's the case. Like, I'm not really sure about it. But I've been rich. Like, sometimes I go to places and people are like, oh, hi, we know you from YouTube. <laughs> like, did I really prepare myself for this? Like, was I really ready for this, right? Because like I said, like, I'm, I really have, like, a big personality. I'm an extrovert, all that. But things like that, like, you cannot really be prepared for them. It's like, hi, we know you. And sometimes you appreciate it. They're watching your vlog. Other times you're like, whoa, like, you're on your guard. Like, I need to be watching myself. Like, the kind of things I'm doing, you know, in public. Um, I feel like that is when people also start to not be true to themselves. Because they're like, I have to keep, like, a certain kind of um, posture. Like I have to, you know, I have to do, I have to act right and people end up losing themselves. But I love that, you know, my friends, I have my friends and my family that know me for me at the end of the day. So even if it goes crazy, it's not that crazy to be honest, but even if it goes crazy, I have people that will humble me. Like my siblings will humble me. My friends, like my friends, my day ones, they will humble me to the core. So I feel like I will, like staying true to myself is really surrounding, is surrounding myself with people that really know me for me. And believing in God, believing that at the end of the day, 
um, a lot of people have studied what I've done in a year. They have given up maybe in three months. So the fact could, like I had the courage to continue this, the fact that I um, I would, the fact that I just didn't let it go and I like people still love it, people still enjoy it, is is, is like there's, there is a reason. There is a reason, and I shouldn't really just lose myself all in the name for a cloud for other fans and things like that. So that's what I try to do. So in the popularity aspect, it's it's not really that crazy in Rwanda. First of all, because Rwanda is so small. So of course they're gonna know you. Like Rwanda is so small. Whatever you have done, they are gonna know you, right? Um, but also like I don't feel like it hasn't gotten that crazy, but it has hit me lately. It's just like, you know, start getting ready, um, you know, be open to receiving compliments, feedback, criticism, all of those things, because it comes with being known. So all of the things, I should really be open to it. So far, that's how it's been. I appreciate that for you because it really, it takes a strong person to stay true to themselves because, you know, it's like, yeah, you are producing content, but you also want to sell yourself for people who are going to see you for the first time to like your things, to like what you're doing, to support what you're doing. So it's really hard to keep the original picture of the Joel people know, of the Joel, your family, your friends know, also in front of strangers, those a thousand people, two thousand that you don't know who are watching your videos. So again, I want to ask you about the consistency because lots of people are into content creation but the consistency is a big problem today and one thing that I also have to thank you for is your consistency because that's how you actually you're actually able to manage to inspire to you know entertain people so how do you manage that with for example your studies work and traveling so yeah take us through also because right now we are at night we're recording this episode so (laughs) what does it take what 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 motivates you why are you consistent we want to know the secret and yeah, for other content creators too. Uh, first of all, I do not know how I did it. Like a lot of people ask me, how did you do it? Like, how did you study? How did you work? How did you like continue those vlogs when all of those things were happening? And then I like I look back, I'm like, how? <laughs> how was I doing all those things? It was crazy. But I think planning. I think planning. I even like it was not even always writing and I'm planning to do this all this. But in my mind, I know that in my free time at work, I'm already editing a vlog. And already free time, like I wasn't wasting time. If I know I have free time, I was editing a vlog. If I know I have like free time, I'd like if whatever, like if I know I'm going somewhere, and like, oh, this could be good content. So then I'll compile it later, you know? Like I wasn't really wasting time, things like that. But also that can be very bad, it can be detrimental because you need rest right you need rest so at some point i didn't like the way i I, okay even till this day i don't like the way i pressure myself because you feel like i'm consistent but to me i don't feel consistent because this consistent to me would be posting weekly (laughs) and i post like once a month like maybe bi-weekly things like that which is also good because i don't want also to overwhelm people with content but there's also pressure like i'm someone that really i pressure myself a lot and I left and I said, why are you pushing yourself? I left to myself, like, calm down. Calm down. In due time, everything will happen. In due time, God will make it happen. So the courage from God. Because even sometimes me, I'm tired. I'm like, some vlogs I release. I'm like, this one. Like, this one. Some vlogs, I look back at them, I'm like, yo, the amount of stress you put me through, this vlog. But, and sometimes those are the ones that people do not like. 
like people don't watch them a lot and the ones that like i like i do the bare minimum people like them it's also the same with tiktok i think i've heard a lot of tiktokers say it like the tiktok that will blow up is the tiktok you least expected but the one you put in your most energy they just oh it's just another vlog right they'll watch it regularly so it's kind of crazy the consistency um i think not wasting time having a good planning really free time when you're supposed to edit um because at the end of the day like i'm not saying content is not a priority but it's not like top top priority like there are really things that matter before content of course my studies came first um whereas my work came first because of course before like before youtube was a thing like my work was paying me school was supposed to get me somewhere so it was more important than um than my vlogs but i also understand the vlogs were something that really gave me fulfillment because i loved it and i enjoyed it so whenever i'd have free time I'd, I'd 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 make time for it like i'd edit but also looking back i'm like i should have pushed myself like a little less and have to have like I should have had more time to rest, more time to rest, especially for like, because these things can make your mental health go crazy. Um, like I wish I had more time to rest. I wish I really prioritized my mental health sometimes more and things would have been better, but I'm also glad of how it turned out. To be honest, I can't complain. Yeah. And I just want to talk about the consistent um, part. I think in my own opinion, as also as I grow in this, you know, podcasting and content creation, I've just realized that consistency is not about um, the number of times you show up. It's how um, you're able to, for example, track your improvement. So instead of me always counting the number of times I show up, it's more now for me, it's more about how for the next time that I'm showing up, how am I improving? How am I able to go to the next step that I want to reach? Because it's not every day that you're going to wake up and say, you know, I said I'll do this and then I'll do this. Sometimes you're really down, <laughs> you know, for so many different reasons. So I've even in my everyday, um, you know, daily activities, for example, when it comes to workouts, showing up for, you know, sports activities, I've said, okay, I want to, I am so hard on the execution part of, of the things that I plan to do. But then if that doesn't happen, instead of me uh, trying to think, why didn't you show up and complaining about my behaviors, I just move on and say, you know, I'm going to get harder on this time that I'm getting the chance to do this. So I think, honestly, if I was to give you grades, I'll give you a 10 over 10 because, you know, it's it's really hard. There's a lot of um, work, as you say, that goes behind uh, the videos that you see. For example, making sure that the editing is on another level for your next video. That's improvement. And that's because consistency without the improvement in what you do, again, doesn't make that much sense. So sometimes it takes time because you're learning um, new skills, you're learning new things. And I love that you are actually so much invested in improving the quality of your videos and we actually see it. And that's why I want to ask you, what does it require um, in terms of skills, in terms of materials, what do you use, for example, for also somebody who wants to start uh, vlogging, especially men, please? <laughs> yes, we need more, more men in the field. But what does it require to vlog? A phone? <laughs> Literally just a phone. A lot of people think it requires camera and I was once a part of them. I tell it to my siblings, like, I want to start vlogging and I need a camera. I need a better phone. I need all this, like a better microphone. All this. And then they were like, just start. 
things will come. And sometimes I look back, I'm like, like the way I've wanted this, if I'd, if I'd started the way when I wanted, like in year one of college, think of where I'd be now. But because I kept holding myself back, back, I don't have the enough materials. Like, of course, things turn out good, but like I can hold myself back. And now, you know, I have to start a bit late, right? But it really requires a phone. Um, you can start with what you have. Don't and as you like as you as you as you evolve, as you grow, you you'll get better materials. I literally started with my iPhone 8 Plus and I look back at the videos, like when I look back at my first video, because of how, how much progress I've made now, I'm like, do I delete this? I, I hate the quality. <laughs> I hate the voice. I hate just the way the, the mic spoke, like everything. Like, I don't like the way it was, but also like the way I'm like, you know, this is where I came from. And this is where I am now, you know, the progress and everything. But I look back at my videos, I'm like, damn. And people still loved it and they watched it because that's all what they had in the moment. You know, you introduce people to a better version of yourself every single day. So I would tell people, like, you don't need a fancy camera. All those things you get to have, right? But start with what you have. If you have a phone that takes videos and has like a microphone, just just a microphone and something like a visual, like a camera, then you're good to go. Start, and then you never know what will come. Maybe you'll get a job that gives you a new phone. Maybe you'll be afford. Maybe you'll be able to afford a camera. But start with a job, and it's the same thing with a podcast. Other people feel like we need like a great microphone and stuff. Yes, you could just start literally on Zoom and get on your Zoom on Zoom. <laughs> you know, get on your Zoom on Zoom and just like record the podcast. And yeah, like I I love that I started with just with that iPhone that I look back at. Like, but I love that I still did it. <laughs> I love that I still did it. And yeah, like you don't need any fast thing. But in the future, of course, as people watch, you need a camera, you need a microphone, you need all those things like an editing uh, software that edits as well, because you need to evolve and do better, better. Like consistency, like you said, consistency with better and improved content. But as of starting, start with what you have yeah and yeah as you said you don't have please don't delete those videos because somebody <laughs> who wants to start they will go back to your first video and that what that's what makes them confident and say you know yeah. um i have the same quality so i can start from here and i'll be like joel <laughs> yeah. so don't delete them because some people actually are able to look back on them and say um i can maybe also start something with what i just have now let's jump into your ultimate bucket list in terms of content creation or maybe some places you want to visit as i've seen you in your blogs you've been to different countries and i love that you don't waste time you're able to record something for um your followers so how does your bucket list look like my bucket list right now is a camera and of course the camera will come with the microphone so it's good i i feel like when i did the video with the with the missus like no man Diana, i wanted to start like a sit down kind of thing so i'd also love like microphones like two or three like to have and just start sit downs with a little studio like a little aesthetic studio you get where I can be making content, like if I want to do sit-downs. Um, I, I want a trip to Europe. I want a Europe tour. 
like I want to fly to Europe, different countries, definitely France is one of them, Italy, I'll pass by. Um, <laughs> like I want a Europe tour, you're like it's something I really want, UK, something like that. And what else? Buy me a car. Like I need to move around. <laughs> I need to be moving around after I get my license, which is soon. Um, yeah, I think for now, that's it. Yeah, and I am very sure you will get all of that. Amen. Uh, yeah, and if somebody's listening to this and they know they can contribute something on that, it's mm-hmm. it's it's a door opened for blessings yeah. for you who is listening. So please. Yes. Yeah, um, and that brings me actually to my personal review up on your videos. Uh, mm-hmm. Just you talked about your driving license, and I remember one of the videos you did. You were, I, I think, sick, and then going for a written exam for your driving yeah, license. Yeah, yeah, and congratulations because <laughs> I was. I think it was your. Fa- this is my first video of Joel that I watched. I think. It was like yeah. I was praying. I was praying because you're like, please, guys, pray for me. And <laughs> I was happy to see you um, say that you actually have passed. And mm-hmm. I wish you got good luck for your practical exam too. And you will get that <laughs> too, mm-hmm. just as you passed your written exam. Uh, but just in general, um, we've talked about consistency and this is something um, that I congratulate you on, that I appreciate about your vlogs too, because as I told you, uh, yes, consistency is in terms of numbers or how you're able to follow the schedule you've given yourself. But for me, as of now, I choose to look at it um, in terms of improvement. And if anything, we see that. You know, I saw you in Mauritius and the videos, the editing, the places, the things that you add into your vlogs um, and just the authenticity, you know, it's mm-hmm. I think that's what makes your videos attractive because we're able to see Joel waking up, reading his Bible, uh, making his bed. That is very um, beautiful if I may say yeah. and that that what that's what makes you unique because at the end of the day if someone is only about uh, is only taking us out or you know we're able to see how you know is Joel's life <laughs> out of let's say restaurants out of um your travel destinations so I think I like that um about your vlogs also sharing us um your successes for example I remember this this video of you uh you said um no you were sharing about what's in my bag yeah I think <laughs> I don't know if you shared that on Instagram or YouTube, but I think it's a YouTube video too. Yeah, you shared about what was in your bag and you said passports and you're saying for me to be ready anytime. Now, I have to ask you, were you, did you already have an idea of the, you know, of you traveling to different countries or you're just saying that because there's a manifestation and faith put into that? This is so funny because a lot of people like asking me like, do you carry your passport in your bag? <laughs> I can't. So initially, the real thing is I had the passport in my bag because I had recently gotten it, right? And just I just felt like I felt so happy. And it was the 10 years one, you know? And I got it for myself. You know, it was also a big boy moment. Like I got it for myself. So I felt like, you know, I paid for it, everything. I felt like, you know, this is my, this is my baby. Like I want to carry it everywhere. Like I'm always ready. <laughs> 
<laughs> but also, I also knew that I was going to Dubai soon. That is why I was getting it in the, in the first place. Like, I also knew I was going to Dubai soon. So, it's like, I'm always ready. And But, like, I never knew when I'm going to Dubai. Like, I didn't know the date, but I also knew I was going soon. So, I was like, just in case, if they ask me, like, your passport for anything, me to scan anything, let me just carry it in my bag. But ever since I dropped that vlog, people haven't stopped annoying me, so I removed it in my bag. I came and hid it in my room. Like, people are always trying, and I feel like people would steal it. I don't know why, but I'm scared. So ever since that day, I removed it from my bag. But it's so funny that people remember it. Yeah, and did you know that, for example, you're going to Mauritius later on, and then Kenya? <laughs> Um, so I, I, like I, after, after from Dubai, I feel like once you travel once, you're like, I want to do this again. You're like, this is something that is eye opening, but also for me, because like, I don't, like, I don't glamorize traveling, like in the plane, I hear it like, to be honest, like, I feel like I wish I could just teleport, right? So moving over from Mauritius because of the long transits I had, I feel like I'm good. Like, I'm good. I'm good for, like, another three months, five months, you know, maybe next year again. But I'm, I understand that, like, at uh, that time from Dubai, I was like, man, I want, because I have my friends in Mauritius. I'm like, I want to go visit them before I start planning. They tell me everything I need to know. I start saving and doing all this stuff. Like, I save, I save, I save. And eventually, like, I know I have all the money to go to Mauritius. But also, um, like, I knew that, of course, when you pass in Mauritius, when you go to Mauritius, there's not, like, it's not a one-way. There's transit in Kenya. Because I always saw my friends doing it. And I was like, I can take the longer transit in Kenya and I can get out and also explore Kenya. That's what I thought. I was like, and if I, and that's also, like, that I'll be exploring. And I can also, like, take content of that for that, right, for Kenya. So that's what I did. Like, Kenya wasn't really, like, a destination. It was more of, like, uh, past time as I'm waiting for my next flight, but I really did enjoy it as well. But it made me so tired. I think from the second transit, I was like, I was sick. Like I became so sick because I I started work like the next day. I was so sick. But when you look back, you're like, yo, I lived life. Like the experience was worth it and everything. But all these things started in my mind. I'm like, I want to go this. And then I started working towards it. I'm like, I'm going to save. I'm going to work this amount of jobs, do all this, pa, 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 pa. And then actually I do, like I go, when you buy the ticket, you're like, because <gasps> I remember in the Mauritius blog, you remember when I was buying the ticket, I put a slip in the beginning. I was like, did I just buy a ticket? Like I was surprised myself. I was like, I just did it. After all the talking I said, like I actually made it happen. I bought the ticket. Um, you know, Truton saying, like, looking for different information, all these things. And I'm glad it actually happened. So I cannot say, like, I always knew it's going to happen, but it started in my mind. Of course, I pray about it. I'm like, Lord, please, if it's your will, make it happen. And when it happens, I'm like, or the glory to God. I think there's a lot of faith or manifestation, whatever people call it, that comes with people, you know, actually talking about things. So you say, I have a passport now. Now you start looking at things in the perspective of traveling, not getting the documents or just, you know, sitting with nothing in your <laughs> in your bag. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was um, talking about your videos, but uh, yeah, as you said, um, there's a lot of truth in your videos. There's a lot of um, genuine conversations. For example, I also watched the one you did with Darina and Naomi. Uh, and it, it was beautiful. It was, you know, you sitting and just, you know, chatting. It was, I mean, I personally enjoyed it. And 
yeah just keep it up and I also watch you with your friends and like you testing things normal life that you bring on camera and I think I love that um for your vlogs we are able to see the real Joelle um in your videos so I thank you for that um but again, when you're creating content, just as you say that you once showed your passport, maybe some people come and they're like, you showed people that you carry your passport everywhere? Not that it's yeah. going to be taken away from you. So has there been any negative feedbacks or any negative energy towards your videos or the kind of content you share with people? Maybe also saying, why do you share your whole life there? Do you think you're safe? There has been. There has been there's been a number. Um but hmm, some some get to you, some you're like, oh, like I'm I'm just really like I'm this is not something I've done in another in another life. So I'm learning as well as I go. Um some are really like good feedback, good criticism. So you take it. Some are really good, but people are saying it badly because it's not about what you said, but how you said it, you know. You really take it, some DMs are weird. Um <laughs> some DMs are really weird. But you're like, you know, this is all the process to what you want. I mean, at the end of the day, you chose to put yourself out there. And also one thing we should realize about content creators, like no content creator can be able to put their whole life out. Like you cannot, even if it's an hour, you cannot put your whole life, like do not be entitled to feel like you know someone totally and fully. They choose what they want to show you. Every day they choose. When I ate it, I crop out a lot of things. So I try my best to be honest and genuine. You know, if the feedback comes, if it's negative, maybe you're not my audience and maybe you are. I try myself to, to I, like, I really try to understand that and dip it that if someone doesn't like my content, they're not my audience and it's okay. But I also tell myself, like, do not change. You're not too much. You're not sharing. Like, you cannot share 24 hours in one vlog. Like, it's impossible. Not, not You can, like, there are a lot of things people don't know about me that only my people know. Sometimes that I even know me and my god only know right so i feel like we should really really never feel like we're sharing like creative creators you're gonna feel pressure to share more like for people like things like that because you can never never fully know someone especially on these screens because people choose we choose what we want they edit some things are scripted and some creators script i don't i don't script but others script and sometimes it works out sometimes it doesn't work out when people script sometimes it works out me personally i flow I have an idea, but I flow. But, you know, when it comes to negative feedback, I brush it off. Sometimes it comes, it hurts. Sometimes I get the good feedback from the negative one. And I just enjoy it. Because if I go to look at the negative aspect of things, I'll stop today. But I, I doing something that you enjoy, like I said, purpose, passion. You enjoy, you keep going and you keep going. I think... As you said, some things, yes, you need to care. For example, somebody can uh, comment about, let's say, your editing skills. Maybe you can do it like this. Maybe you can do it like this. Um, and it's really reasonable sometimes. Um, but again, there shouldn't be any pressure because, as you said, we just look at what you have chosen to show us, but we don't yeah. really know what happens uh, behind the scenes. You know, so you shouldn't really, I, I think... One thing about the feedback, you should first stay true to yourself. And I heard somebody say that if you really want to create content, if you want to be an influencer, if you want to do business, 
please don't care so much um, about the feedback that people give you because then if you're only responding to their needs, you lose the originality. And think about it. Yeah. If a thousand people who watch your videos were to give you the feedback, everyone, you know, putting in their comments and saying, well, I think you should do this. How are you going to balance that? So I think what makes you special is you putting in the idea of how you want people to see what you are creating and then those who are for you will come for you <laughs> will go along with you we get along with you so yeah i think that's 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 how we should take it and the negative feedbacks will always be there so please don't yeah. stop just because of someone who doesn't understand what you're doing um yeah so now um i have to ask you to do a little shout outs maybe people who have been um saying joel please keep it up it can be your family it can be your friends people have taught you something or other content creators that you're doing things with um for people to also know especially if they are randis um we want to follow them we want to support them okay um so shout out to those are the people that made me get into YouTube in the first place that allowed me to have this opportunity. Shout out to my siblings, all, all three of them, my brother and my two sisters. Um, shout out to Serena for really pushing me and Darina. Shout out to Naomi as well, like for really pushing me in at first, like helping me with everything. Um, shout out to my friends. Shout out to my friends that keep me going. Shout out to the shout out to the strangers that I don't even know that are out here supporting me. My DMs, like you guys mean the most to me. Shout out to Hosin for always putting me on music. Hosin also the YouTuber. <laughs> like shout out to like shout out to all YouTubers. Shout out to Randa. <laughs> and shout out to God and shout out to me. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to me for putting in the, the F word. Like we're not giving up. Yeah. And yeah, shout out to you because you probably don't know where will where this will take you. But if you're consistent, if you stay in this, you're gonna be in rooms that you also have never thought about. It's not motivation, it's maybe people call it prophecy. I don't know, whatever you call it. But if you're really consistent, especially that you said it's something that you like, it's something that you feel called for, it will take you to, you know, places and, you know, including Europe, US, whatever, Asia, whatever you want to go. And yeah, I just want to say congratulations. And maybe even if you're not able to make it to your goals, you're inspiring someone else, a small Joel somewhere sitting in a room, asking themselves, some questions maybe they can't reach out to you but they watch you and they're encouraged that's how i also do it of course for my favorite content creators i make sure that they know that i follow them and i love their content maybe through comments through their dms through you know i find a way because if i lose them it's me who is losing if they stop creating content that motivates me it's me their follower who loses not yeah. them so that's why i'm always trying my best to make sure this person inspires me i have to make sure that i respond um and directly to them even if they may not see it so yeah shout out to all random content creators i must say that i'm very happy because for a long time i've watched kenyan content creators and i was like god why don't we have this in Rwanda? but i yeah. see um 
the industry growing also in Rwanda, especially uh, young people are doing that. So congratulations to every content creator in Rwanda, especially YouTubers, because it's a lot of work. And mm. congratulations on your improvements. I see a lot of videos well edited. Some last words that you would like to say, maybe advices, maybe thank yous, maybe, you know, whatever before we end this conversation. One last word is follow your God-given purpose and do it. Do it. Um, do it. Don't let anything hold you back. Start today and do it. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. And that's what you're doing because tell me why at nine you can plan to have a conversation on a weekend. <laughs> People who see you doing content on TikTok, on YouTube, they should know that you're putting in the work, you know, yeah. because you should be sleeping. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, keep it up and we see you. We appreciate what you're doing. We support you. People should follow you on TikTok. Uh, subscribe on YouTube, share and comment. Let your content creator know that you follow them, you like what they're doing. And yeah. on Instagram. I don't use Twitter. I use TikTok and Instagram. Yeah, and keep it up. We can't wait to see you representing Rwanda. Thank you very yes. much for this conversation. Yeah, thank you too for accepting my invitation first. And second, I enjoy this conversation so much. I actually I should I should put meeting Joel on my <laughs> bucket list yeah. when I come back home. And yeah, so thank you to everyone who has followed this conversation up to this point. And I will see you next week. Bye bye.